Welcome to the Startup Conviction Podcast, where I interview early stage founders about their startup's value proposition and the strength of their conviction. I'm your host, Darian Parrish, and I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, we have Zach, the founder of Edumatic. Uh, Zach, thank you for joining. Uh, could you tell the listeners uh, what Edumatic is and why you decided to start the company? Yeah, sure. Um, Edumatic is redesigning the college years by combining online education, international co-living and virtual campus services. And we're, we're basically looking at those years, 18 to 22, with a first principles lens and thinking how best would you design those years if you were starting from scratch without college as a consideration and, and we're building the operating system for that vision. Um, and why did I start Edumatic? Well, um, this stems actually from my own personal experience um, back in all the way back in 2015. I decided I was what I would call a, a fairly normal person back then. I just um, well, I graduated university, had a bit of a gap year, then started a graduate job of consulting and decided very soon after that I didn't want to work for someone else. And I thought the first step to doing my own thing was learning how to code. And I decided rather than go back to university, pay a ton of money in tuition for a piece of paper that told the world I was clever, I would teach myself online and my my experience traveling during my gap year also told me that i could live extremely cheaply abroad um and and by doing that essentially extends my personal runway so i had more time to learn the coding that i then needed to start my own company so so i did that for for around six months i i traveled around the world while learning to code online and i went to yeah, morocco india sri lanka and Bali and and then came back and I was kind of reflecting on my time abroad um, and and definitely combining online learning with travel and living abroad worked. Um, but the hardest thing about it was a lack of community, a lack of other people doing the same thing, other online students. So I was caught in between basically backpackers who were there to have as much fun as possible and remote workers um that were there to yeah be very productive and then also to have a bit of the travel and and exploratory side of travel but but weren't really a good fit for me at the time i was 23 and the average remote work or digital nomad as they're called um is around 30 to 35 so i didn't really fit into that um that demographic either so i thought there should be a, a community of online learners that were all traveling together. So th th this was, you know, it's a very simple concept that there should be a community um, of people doing this, but it didn't exist at all at the time back in 2016. So I thought, well, there must be other people that think this is a great idea. Um, and I, I threw up a, a lead pages landing page and, and ran some Facebook ads and, and the rest is kind of history. So that's how it started. Um, and, and then as the years have gone through, I've, I've been kind of bootstrapping this as a solo founder since then. Our first program ran in um, January 2017. And since then, we've run 24 programs to 10 different locations, um, all full of groups of online learners that have decided to yeah, combine their studies with, with world travel. And over those years, um, I've seen firsthand very, very closely kind of the plight of this this age group, this 18 to 22 year olds um, who 
who a lot of them were college dropouts who had gone to university and and after a year maybe two years dropped out because the university wasn't serving them it was costing them a lot of money and and yeah there were so many other ways we could serve i thought that we could serve them and then that's where um edumatic develops into much more than just um essentially a, a travel kind of co-living program into um, other services that we can provide to this demographic basically the services that you find um, when you go to college and either a college is is providing these services but badly generally um, or not providing these services at all so so that's where it developed from this simple idea of there should be a group of uh, online learners traveling the world into you know totally redesigning their 18 to 22 um, kind of time frame in someone's life that no one is really tackling at the moment i think when people look at higher education especially silicon valley looks at higher education and and thinks it needs to be fixed they they focus on improving the quality of the education improving potentially the job training and improving or maybe replacing the signal of a degree but they're totally disregarding two core concepts in higher education or two core reasons why 18 to 22 year olds go to college in the first place which is community and the college experience and the the international aspect of what we do um, is i believe and I, I know the participants that have been in our programs would agree with me that totally replaces that college experience and that that um that need for community and then you can still tie in the education the job training the signal through other means for example by getting an online degree or using um, other online educational resources. Um, so, so yeah, that's how it kind of all ties in to yeah, totally kind of redesigning those years. Yeah. And let's, let's unpack some of that. Cause, cause I know that's a lot. And, um, you know, you've had uh, quite a bit of time to, uh, you know, learn through the programs, you know, you mentioned 24 programs have already happened and you have, um, from what I can ascertain from your website, you have really two different, uh, user personas. Uh, one is uh, wanting to have a gap year between high school and, and university. And then the other is, you know, studying abroad. How, how do you sort of blend those two? Is, um, do the co-living situations happen where uh, the folks doing a gap year actually um, live and in, in be part of the same community as the ones studying abroad? And that's how you can, you know, have a sizable community. Maybe talk us through that. Yeah, so so actually splitting the gap year programs, as, as you can see on our website, splitting the gap year programs from the study abroad programs is a, a new thing um, post-COVID. Before COVID, it was a much broader product, you could say. It was simply kind of the, the, the tagline was learn online while traveling the world. And that, that covered a broad range of people all the way, you know, past participants were anything from 18 to our eldest was actually 31, but around 90% of participants are kind of 19 to 25 with the average age being 21 and a half, if we're being um, particular. Um, but I think grow, going forward, I think it's important actually to split these two out um, because they require, in terms of actually kind of the experience on the ground, at least they require, and also the education aspect and, and the other support we can provide them, they require a slightly different um, service. Um, so, so yeah, going forward, they will be split out with the, actually the vision kind of longer term to then kind of tie those two together so that people can join us, you know, when they've just graduated high school 
And then because we're, we're catering for all the other aspects of college, they can actually join us throughout their college years. They can still get a degree if they want, but they can do it online in a clever way that doesn't cost $50,000 a year. Um, so yeah, initially the, the gap here kind of post COVID will be split out and be a slightly different product and a slightly different program than the study abroad programs, which are for existing college students. Great. And let's, let's talk about, you know, maybe some inspiration, um, for, for the design of this. And, uh, uh, you're probably aware of nomad list and, um, yeah. you're finding inexpensive places to, uh, be a digital nomad. How do you think about, um, the way, you know, your product intersects with that? And, um, do you maybe, you know, use nomad list to, to scope out, you know, places for, uh, new hubs, uh, for the program? Yeah, so this is really interesting. Um, so going back to um, how this all started, back in 20... So I started my own kind of solo journey, um, combining online learning with travel, back in October 2015. And at that time, Nomad List, I think, had just started, as had a company called Remote Year. Um, and Nomad List is yeah, targeting digital nomads. So this is people that are working online while traveling the world, as was Remote Year. Um, and Remote Year is now huge. They sold to Selena. They raised $12 million from some really big name venture capitalists back in 2016, I think. Um, and I was looking at those, both Nomad List and Remote Year, and thinking they are such amazing products. Well, I mean, Nomad List is applicable to this demographic that I'm serving as well. But I was thinking... Like why, why aren't online learners doing this as well? And at the time when I was traveling on my own, um, learning online, I didn't meet anyone else doing the same thing. Um, and, and over the years of running our programs, we also never really met anyone else doing the same thing. And I just think it's just when you're 18, 19, 20, you're just totally unaware that there's this whole movement that to me, you know, being, I'm really close to it because that's been my life since 2015, you know, this digital nomad. Um, life and I'm very familiar with Nomad List and and yeah it's much of the inspiration for for the places that we go um, but we're basically it's the same product almost um, in terms of yeah being a nomad but instead of working you're you're studying so so yeah it's it's basically layering on a new target demographic onto the same kind of world that Nomad List has been serving in and people like Remote Europe have been serving as well. Great. And let's talk about some of the learnings, uh, you know, we, that you've had over the 24 programs, you know, you mentioned one about separating out the gap year, but maybe what, what's something else that you has happened, um, that's helped you evolve uh, the company for the better. And, uh, maybe that can segue into what's, what's planned, uh, next and people can look forward to. Yeah. So, so key learnings over those years, um, first of all, so back to kind of the the um, the origin story. When I did it, I was 23, 24 um, on my own. And I already traveled quite a lot. Um, and so I was confident that I could kind of handle myself and spend a long time abroad. I wasn't going to get homesick, anything like that. And, and it felt to me at the time that three months would be a really um, great length of time to spend abroad. Um, while you were learning online so so that became apparent that three months is a bit of a stretch for someone that is maybe really new to to spending this time kind of 
nomading around the world, but also a lot of people that come to us haven't had any international experience, or maybe you know they spent a week here, two weeks there on family holidays growing up. So three months is quite a daunting prospect, and over three months, um, yeah, there's just fatigue that sets in, um, especially if it's your first time. So we've actually changed now. We used to sell the programs in three month kind of packages. And now we've converted to six week kind of standalone programs. And the idea we've seen that six weeks is kind of the perfect amount of time. It's a good balance between, I know it's hard to believe, but four weeks is kind of too short. It's too, too much to cram into too short a time. And then you often um, don't focus enough on your studies. Um, so six weeks is kind of the perfect mix between, yeah, long enough to, to spread out um, your education but still short enough that you're not going to, it's not too daunting. Um, so that's, that's one really key learning. The other is the educational aspect of it. So, so 18 to 22 year olds um, often, I mean, I know this about university because I spoke to a hell of a lot of 18 to 22 year olds and through my own experience, to be honest, that the education um, can often be secondary um, in terms of like the motivations for that age group. And if it is, it's very hard to stay on track with your studies um, when you're doing something like this. As you can imagine, traveling can be really exciting and quite distracting, um, even though we do kind of design our programs very specifically to make sure there's time and space and kind of a schedule and a routine that allows you to study. Um, but it's, it's really important that people um, are committed to their studies. So that often looks like for an 18 to 22 year old, college classes that count for credit towards a degree um, that they've paid a significant amount of money for. Um, I think everyone kind of understands this about online education. With MOOCs, we thought this was going to change the world. And actually, I think a big problem with MOOCs is that they're not paid. Um, and, and as a consequence, the dropout rate is, is really big. So, so kind of the peer pressure, social pressure, maybe parental pressure of, of taking college classes that count towards your degree and your earning college credit is really important to make that bit work. Um, and I've also just seen, you know, from living alongside my customers, I guess you could call them firsthand over three years, um, that there's just so many other ways that this demographic can be served and they're not being served well. I think the general advice that the 18 to 22 year olds are getting um, is, is either ill-intentioned or just not well-informed. I think that, that age group is generally getting advice from, let's go back to high school, and they're getting advice from high school counsellors that have ulterior motives, perhaps, that because a high school is getting measured not by um, the, the best decision for the student, but rather often um, how many of their students go to college. So they're not getting great advice there, and parents are obviously well-intentioned, but... Um, maybe that the typical parent doesn't really know what the best thing to do is for their student for their child um in that time of their life and that maybe they're a bit scared that they're going to make bad decisions so they go with the crowd and they say they should go to college and and potentially you know college is still a good idea for some people but um i think people if, if they could get some advice it's kind of impartial advice that's not um doesn't have ulterior motives that could be really, really valuable for, for this age group, especially. Um, so, so that's kind of going forward, what we plan to really build on um, the foundation of our international co-living programs, which yeah, right now look like 
a gap year program and a study abroad program, but it's what you can build on top of that. What other services you can provide to this demographic and what other services they desperately need is what's really exciting about this. Um, and it's those other, um, those other services and products that you can provide them that can really go all the way, you know, long-term to replacing the need to go to college entirely. Um, and as I said, you can still get a degree, you can get it online in a clever way and we'll help you do that. If you don't want a degree and you want to earn um, maybe a signal in another way for a certification or an accreditation from something else, we'll guide you in that. And if, if you just want to get a job as quickly as possible and start earning money, potentially freelancing online, We'll guide you in that. Um, so yeah, that's what's really exciting to me is what what other ways um, you can serve these people and and basically use use travel as almost a wrapper to sell those other services um, for that demographic. While travel is an extreme, uh, extremely exciting prospect that it kind of flies off the shelves on social media. So yeah, it's almost using that as the draw that colleges use their campus services and their campus lifestyle as a draw to sell college to, to students. So we just do the same thing with travel. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you sharing your vision for the future. And I think reimagining education is something that's so important because it's so foundational to um, personal and professional growth. And it's, it's not a one size fits all. So I like how you're thinking about, um, you know, how do you offer um, different layers or optionality for people who um, you may want something different than the standard. So um, I think this is very interesting. Um, I'm sure our listeners will too. Where can they find more about um, Edumatic and uh, maybe uh, you know reach out with questions or follow up with you? Yeah, so um, you can find Edumatic at edumatic.com. That's edu like education and matic like nomadic. Um, that's how it's spelled. Um, and then you can find in, uh, Edumatic on Instagram, the same the same word we're quite um we're quite busy on there often and then you can find me um i'm always available on email at zach at edumatic.com and on twitter at zach etc etc um so so yeah i'd love to hear from anyone that's interested in the concept and yeah i'm always willing to share more about the vision um yeah i'm, I'm really excited about potential for this and also you know the changes in the world now i think um, make the world more prepared for edumatic than than it ever has been so yeah it's a really exciting time great well thank you so much for coming on zach and um wishing you the best with edumatic and and look forward to uh keeping updated great thanks darren